Welcome, everyone, to episode 71 of the Early Game Podcast. We're back in the studio. We, and that's back. me, Faris, and my lovely esteemed colleague, John. Thank you very much. Lovely to be here. How are you, John? Good. I was just describing. It's uh, good. It's hopeful. It's the end of a Monday. Whew. Rest of the week to go, but no, very good. Um, uh... That was a empty space. That was dead air. But, but there's just very little we, to report. It was we, a, it was a slow week, right? We usually do a weather report. I, I know. We always talk about the weather like two we old do. men, like yeah. two old men and the Muppets or something. And it is nice. It's it nice weather. Nice. But as you say, I say that at the beginning of every week. It's a good week. It's the summer. I'm feeling good. But it's a slow week. We were doing the show yeah. notes for this, and we were like, "What do what, what do the listeners have to look forward to?" I tell you, listener, not much apart from uh, this week's episode. Yes. Oh well. That, that, yeah. Yeah. We, we have some exciting topics, but yes. there's like not a ton happening. The summer of gaming is cooling down. The summer of ga- Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, We're now into the bit where you actually play the game. Shut up, go home, yeah. play the games. Where you, where you buy like a ton of them in the Steam Summer Sale and then play like one of them. Aha, uh-huh, aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, How about yourself? How you been? Good, good. Um, quite busy still. There's a lot going on. There was a lot going on. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's slowly coming down. June was so busy. With Diablo, yeah. Final Fantasy, so much going on. Events, all the events we covered. The, the last quiet did. period of the year, I guess, now, before we go into yeah. Starfield, Armored Core, all, uh, too many to mention. The October, November, Creed. mother of releases. I want to remind people that within one week in October, there's going to be Assassin's Creed Mirage, Alan Wake 2, uh, Spider-Man 2, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Oh, all within like four or five days of each other or something. Yeah. That's going to be fucking hell. Yeah. Time and to get our then. break in now. Yeah. Time to relax now. Until yeah. then, it's time to have a break and listen to us waffle on about video games, which we're about to do. Lovely stuff. If you are ready to jump into our first sec- uh, segment of the podcast. Oh, yes, of course. What are we playing this week? I can start because it's very quick. Nothing. Uh, my my wife is going away this weekend and next weekend, so I'll be playing a lot then. Maybe even Alan Wake Wake will be completed this oh weekend. Oh my god, you need to play Alan Wake, yeah. John. We need to talk on this podcast about Alan Wake. We will. I promise I will. I'm gonna have so much time. I'm gonna play tons of games. But because this was the last weekend before she went on like a double one weekend, one holiday, one weekend, the second holiday, uh, we were spending a lot of time together, so I wasn't playing. But I promise you, next week I'll have things to report. How's your? What have you been playing? So we didn't. Uh, we didn't do an episode last week, which is a shame because, um, I mean, at this point, it might have already been two weeks ago that the Steam Next Fest happened, mm. where Steam hosted like hundreds of demos for upcoming games. And I love Steam Next Fest. It's so cool. And you always discover so much stuff. And I'm not going to talk about that stuff now. Uh, there's, I just want to mention some names. There's been some cool games, and I want to talk about one uh, okay. in more detail. Uh, El Paso Elsewhere is a game people should keep a look at. It's like Max Payne on drugs. It's on more drugs. Okay, nice. It's very cool. Set uh, in the sort of Mexican-Texan border? Yes, it's, it's, it has kind of an occult thing going on. Okay. Where you have like visions of monsters that are chasing you while being on drugs and then you shoot them. It's okay. very weird and cool. Uh, sea of Stars uh, is going to be a sleeper hit this year. It's uh, shaping it to be absolutely incredible. It's like a very modern it's like a jrpg that's very inspired by old games but it feels very snappy and fluid and writing is sharp and the demo was so so much fun and that is out this year that's out in august 25 awesome. i'm not sure about awesome. that at um, some point in august yes uh, lots of other cool stuff there's this there's, there's one game i want to talk about in more detail i asked you this earlier john and I'm, i was very delighted by your answer do you know what shadow gambit is no i haven't heard of shadow gambit shadow gambit all I'm thinking of when you say that is Destiny. Shadow Gambit, The Cursed Crew. It's the new game by Mimi Me Productions. Aha! Who made Desperados 3. I do know that. And uh, A good Shadow recommendation Tactics. from you years ago that I did play this winter and loved. Uh, and they did the Ninja Tactics. Yeah, Shadow one. Tactics. Yeah, t- that's it, Shadow Tactics. And uh, I played the demo of this game, and Mimi Me, uh, who's a German developer, they're from Munich, I think. Okay, wow. Like me. Um, awesome. And... They make one type of game, yeah, and they make it very well. And this is that type of game. It's like tactics, isometric tactics, stealth strategy. Yeah, 
where you control like I think it's like five or six character he like hero characters and they yeah. all have special abilities. You got your stealth guy, your sniper yeah. guy, your strong one that can lift the others. I said no, but I think we covered this a year ago. I think this is the pirate, the pirate one. You've given it away to me now, but yeah. this is the pirate version of their game. But it's not just pirate, but super uh, natural. Like exactly, and such. Um, it's super super cool. I mean, like their other games, nice. it's it's a perfect version of this genre, which I always loved. I grew up with the, the original Dust Brothers, Commandos, those types of games, and they're the ones studio holding this flag up. Yeah, and. Oh, it's just so good. Like the design of it is so crisp. And Can I play this demo? Sorry to interrupt. I'm not sure if or, it's still. Oh, maybe on. not. Maybe not. So mm. carry on there. Carry on. That I'm already no, one over though. Demo's gone. But Damn I'm, it. I'm sorry. It's fine. I wouldn't have had time this weekend. Uh, but yeah, if you if you liked if you liked the Sprados or Shadow Tactics, or if you're interested in an idea of like sort of a strategy game that gets your like problem solving brain flowing, but with stealth elements. Uh, this is still so good and I love um, they're surprisingly good at like narrative stuff I think yeah. like the writing if you bother to actually uh, watch the cutscenes yeah, yeah. Um, and they're going a step further here of uh, putting slightly more focus on it not okay. too much to distract from the gameplay and stuff but there's like now like uh, when you have dialogue scenes there's like character portraits because in the uh, Desperados it was still all from the isometric perspective yeah and now you have like these gorgeous oh you have that awful um, that sound effect they use for scribbling writing yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and now you have like these gorgeous character portraits and, okay. and the writing is still super fun and and the vibe is great because it's sort of like Pirates of the Caribbean where you have like these supernatural elements with the yeah with the pirate stuff. Like your main character is, is, is called Athia and she's uh, she's a navigator who has a sword through her chest. Nice, like nice. She's like a spectral. But she's being. somehow alive still. Okay, that's cool. Um, that's cool. And they also changed some stuff structurally where the Sparados was a very linear game. You have like a hub area here. Yeah. You have a big ship. That's, okay. That's like your hub area. And from yeah. there you have like some choice. Uh, for, uh, and like some RPG, light RPG elements. Okay. Where you can like earn XP ish and then upgrade your crew and stuff. As like you this. say, because Shadow Tactics as well, there, Reese, I remember that. That was just basically pure linear, wasn't it? Yeah. It's just mission one, mission two, mission 13. Yeah. And whatever. you have like these big, the one mission is always like a big map and you have to make your way through to like a target or some. Okay. some, some uh, it's like very similar to the other games, but then in between you have like really cool, like. Because all of your crew is dead. Yeah. You so can't... you're undead. That's what you're going to next question. So does it take place? Sorry, because I was just trying to visualize it. Is it like the places you're traveling around? Is it like it's under the sea? Almost like a submarine with ghosts at the bottom of the sea floor walking around doing stuff? I, I could see it going that way because there's some really cool... Um, you have like a training ground, which okay. is like just some like limbo. Uh, it's like uh, um, geography floating in the air yes. uh, type of thing. But the one mission I did in the demo, I think you could do more. Um, it was just an island because you're fighting like the Inquisition or something. Okay, so you get out of your ship onto the yeah. island. So even though you're a ghost, okay, I actually prefer that. I was hoping it wouldn't all be just in this layer of blue and we're all yeah. deep sea. But maybe, maybe at some point later on in the campaign. It's a nice mixture. Like I said, it's yeah. kind of like parts of the Caribbean where they're all undead, but it's like against the British. It's yeah, basically yeah. the same. Nice. Uh, and then you have like cool stuff like um, once you unlock that hub, that ship, you have a choice of reviving one crew member and you can choose which one. You have like... Uh, so you can unlock the people you use yeah. in a in in the fashion you want. Yeah, exactly. That also tells me then their level design's not going to be as... Because it, it was in their other games. It's quite locked such that you need this yeah. person to do this thing. This and one, one person needs to go down that road to yes. do... And yeah. it's much more open. Okay, that's and cool. it's really cool. <laughs> and the design there is still like incredible um i revived a guy who was like a japanese cook and he's like just a skeleton with like a bandana i think that's awesome i'm already liking this character a lot it's it's super charming it's so much fun and like um that part immediately i liked even more than i did in this brothers because i liked the story styling stuff but here it's like okay they kind of leveled that up a little bit yeah and they're also mixing up the kind of structural stuff. Okay. Because, like, the gameplay is, like, perfect. It has been perfect since the first they game. They know what and, they're doing. They know what they're doing. And there's even cool stuff now where, like, you know, like, these games are, like, you 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 quick save every 20 seconds. Yeah, and the game, yeah. even after 30 seconds, is like, hey, it, like, plays a warning. Like, hey, yeah. you should quick save. And here it now has a diegetic. There's a diegetic reason why you oh, can okay. quick save. There's, like, a, some spectral being that's, like, I can create a memory of the moment. Oh, and that, okay. And, and then you press Perfect. the button, and there's, like, a visual effect, and it kind of yeah. captures the moment in, like, a bubble. Okay, that's cool. And then when you press quick save, the bubble appears and, like, creates the scene, like, dynamically. There's okay. no loading screen or anything. 
that type of stuff is really cool. And they've um, they've taken some steps forward in in, in that regard. And then the gameplay is yeah. If you're gonna do a kind of supernatural thing and you're gonna have skeletons alive, yeah. why not do things where you can as yeah. explain things diegetically now? It's really clever and to having fun with it, and I'm really looking forward to it. That sounds I, I was, awesome. I was, I was is very... the chef? Did you see the chef in combat? Is his yeah. thing like traps or something like smelly food throwing your face? Um, <laughs> coughing, can't see. It's it's the archetype of. Um, uh, he can he can whistle to to uh, okay um, cool cool to uh, lure bring gods away yeah, yeah and then has like a really cool teleportation thing where like he can leave some marker okay and if an enemy is in the area of that marker yeah he can teleport there and insta kill him that sounds quite interesting so that's you quite can, like, different to, you can, yeah, you, yeah. yeah you can leave the marker somewhere whistle so the god goes there uh, okay. hide and then teleport back to to kill okay, him okay that's cool that uh, and that type of stuff your main character is like the standard characters like of course does stealth kills can do like a uh um it's sort of a mixture of like melee and she has like a she can also teleport to enemies directly and kill them okay okay uh, has she stuff. got like a bit maybe a bit of agility like she could make those jumps that say two-fifths of the group he's actually make. more agile oh, he, sorry okay at uh, the cook and he can swim and she can't okay for example okay, so it's okay. a thing that and then you start the mission yeah. and you have to like they're like landlocked and he has to swim around and leave a ladder for her to Okay, do stuff. So of course, of course. You also have incentive for the characters to split up and do their own unique thing. Yeah. It's so good. I'm it's- sure it's amazing. This is one of those companies where I know with this kind of like, sure, they do the same thing quite a lot, but I just know they're so good at that thing and I like that thing. This is just a new flavor theme. Although it does sound quite different with the um, open design of the yeah. world. So I'm, I'm excited to try that. I'll definitely try yeah. this out. August 17 it comes out. Okay, um, nice. Yeah, nice. super excited. Definitely looking forward to this. Especially, yeah. I mean, it's one week ahead of Armored Core. That's what I'm going to play in that week. <laughs> Although, you know what? It's the kind of game that's good for a week. You could probably get deep into, like, you're not overly obsessed, but it's, I think it'd be good for a week. Is it on Game Pass? <sighs> I don't know. Because Mimi have some things that have been on there. They've had quite a few Death things. Brothers was on Game Pass yeah. at some point after release. Uh, I don't okay. think it has been announced for Game Pass yet. Okay. Um, I mean, that would be perfect, though. I, I played Death Brothers on Game Pass. I think you did, mm. too. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that would be great. I, I'm not sure. No, it hasn't been announced yet. Okay. Well, maybe down the line. But if not, great. Um, I, yeah, I'm excited for that. Good, um, good game. Anything else you've been playing this week? Um, yes, but I don't want to talk about it now. Okay, save reasons. it maybe until uh, you've completed it, if yeah. it's the thing I'm thinking I'm about. I'm playing Sifu. Yes, there we go. The surprise is, uh, the you've, the spoiler's gone. Which but is maybe great. by next week you'll have completed it or whatnot. Very, very good game. Yeah. But we have a lot to go through today, John. We have some we exciting, exciting stories. We do. Where do you want to start? Oh, where should we start? Start um, with the FTC? Let's start with the FTC. Nice. Um, the FTC is the federal... Trade Commission, right? Exactly right. Basically, the U.S. American, uh, yeah, Federal Trade Commission. The like people who who are supposed to keep in check uh, the yeah. the more problematic sides of capitalism. Exactly, they're the reason that America's <laughs> not an unbridled capitalist. Oh exactly. wait, yeah, <laughs> they're doing yeah. such a good job. But yes, and, yeah, uh, those people have been. Um, investigating, trying to stop potentially the Microsoft Activision Blizzard acquisition. And there has been now a trial, like a big week-long yeah. hearing, which produced so... It was such a content machine that trial yeah, was really so, so fun to... to Interesting um, tidbits every day from some of the courtroom reports. Every single day, because um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a federal legal process. They yeah. had to reveal so much stuff in, in, in um, yeah. the context of this investigation. So many right. emails and we saw so much like internal communication and or like emails between Jim Ryan, yeah. this uh, Sony PlayStation CEO, and Phil Spencer, the Xbox CEO. A real like look behind the curtain in a way that you wouldn't get, you know, especially because it's the US market. It's one that Microsoft absolutely, they need to win. More than any other market in the world, it's more important that they win here and that the deal can go through with the FTC. So uh, it was massive trial, huge amounts of paperwork. And as you rightly said, everything was... Um, Almost everything was um, shown. We shown behind the curtain, and the few uh, documents that did have elements of them redacted were quite poorly redacted. So oh we can still see through that. the uh, black pen mark. The Sony stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. my god, it was so funny because someone just like redacted, literally just 
drew over the sharpie. Yeah. And then the the document was scanned, and you could like see through the sharpie. Very, and it see was all so numbers. ludicrously amateurish for such a multi-billion-dollar uh, legal trial. Insane. Like th- th- that's the type of moment where like I uh, you think about your life, right? Like every day, I'm thinking about oh, how can I be. How can I do my job yeah. in the best way possible? And I'm trying so hard. And then this, where there's so much more on, yeah. on, li- on the, the line. The best lawyers in America. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a really nice, healthy reminder that almost everyone's inept. It's just some of yeah. wear sharper suits. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. It was so funny. And there was like some interesting stuff where like uh, it showed that The Last of Us 2, I think, cost like $300 yeah. million dollars to make and wasn't in development for like six years it was and it was surprisingly years? similar from that same document that horizon forbidden west cost not not uh, similar amounts similar, similar amounts. amounts and i was surprised by that because obviously both profitable but the last of us part two was you know massively i well i don't know but i think it sold a lot better than horizon forbidden west did so i'm not saying you know it's a poor investment in forbidden west but it's quite interesting they're still willing to give lesser ips in quotation marks it's still massive but that much of a budget and time and the thing is yeah. that wasn't the document but that kind of came out uh, um from like a business insiders and stuff is that both games are profitable so yes no i'm not suggesting that yeah. her bonus was a loss but i mean i imagine it was quite a bit less profitable probably than yeah. last of part two but it's also quite fun during the trial because it was um as you say it's you know this is a multi-billion uh, dollar deal these are some of the best lawyers in the world and it was there was so much on display of that thing you occasionally com- game publishing companies are good at avoiding this now, but where you get the older man in the suit that was born in an office environment and has no interest in video games whatsoever, yeah, yeah, but has is the one making the decisions in the room, and he's had sort of a gaming poorly explained to him, and is clearly still just barely understanding any yeah. of these concepts. Um, and you had that on full display yeah. with uh, people from the FTC just making absurd comments, and it was just that classic thing of. You know, all these reporters coming into this from the world of uh, gaming journalism who just, it, it was just, a lot of it was just, I can't believe they said that. In a, yeah. like, like, this is so ludicrous that no one in this room really knows what they're talking about. And it um, makes you think, like, yeah. because the FTC judges all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, oh, it makes you think, yeah, there must be other industries where, where these people have no idea yeah, what they're yeah. talking about. Or like have to what make massive to. decisions on stuff they're ignorant about. Yeah. Um, and, like, on all sides, obviously, because, like, yeah. There's lawyers involved everywhere. The judge, um, that whole team. It was it was really interesting to kind of see. Okay, this is the state of people who are not in the industry. Yeah, their level of knowledge, which is close to zero. I mean, they've heard of Call of Duty. That's about it. Yeah, that's about they it. They know what it really is in terms of like the the economy yeah. of it and stuff. You can tell they don't really understand sort of um, the changing models of gaming and cloud gaming or yeah. live. It makes me think the CMA's decision must have just been entirely either paid for or um, just is incorrect. Like, I don't believe these people really know what any of these things are. At least the CMA and the European Commission had like a fairly solid uh, thing to cling on, to cling on, which was cloud gaming. And their argument weren't too too ludicrous in sense of like, oh, we're kind of worried about that because Microsoft is, is pushing pretty hard for it and it is something that like, I mean, cloud stuff is like everywhere, right? Like everyone's using a cloud. My mom is using a cloud. She has no fucking clue what that means. Um, and that being a big part of gaming is is something that you can understand if you if you know a little bit yes, about that. Yes, yeah, it was, it, they, they had, uh, their argument wasn't like completely uh, amateurish in the same way the Blocking FTC's the whole deal because of that was be. maybe a little weird. Yes, Because yeah. there's so many comments where like here, um, in this case, so so much communication came out and Jim Ryan, like this Sony guy's um, arguments often just boiled down to, yeah, it sucks that we won't have that anymore. And then I think the judge said at some point, is this about being anti-Sony or anti, uh, anti-consumer? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, that's a, a kind of good question because just because Sony won't potentially have Call of Duty in 10 years doesn't mean that's anti-consumer. No. But maybe it is. I don't know. No one knows. I think also it's, it was good that We're in this case... we really as well. We saw that the judge realized, which... Uh, uh, wasn't the case for all legal authorities in other areas where the deal is having to go through various courts. The judge in this case did seem to realise quite quickly as well that the current market position is Sony is definitely winning. Uh, we're very much not in a position of, oh, it's equals. They're kind of equals at yeah. the moment and one thing could sway them out of balance. We're at a point where Xbox need to do things like this just to survive, let alone beat Sony. Um, so I think Microsoft did a great job of like downplaying itself. 
Like that's constantly. true. There's also a good amount of yeah. again the most humorous uh, interviews and documents you find where it's just basically Xbox saying we're just not very good. Yeah, Sony are suck. better than us. Yeah, we're third in the market. They yeah. said it like a million. We times. wish we had last yeah. of us. Yeah, and um, so much, so many people called strays as well. Like Nintendo. The yeah. Switch got shit on a lot. Yeah. And um, the Switch was... did get shit on. Poor Nintendo. They didn't even have anything to do with this. They <laughs> kept getting they'll, dragged they'll into it. Yeah, uh, they that thing will end up being the most sold console of all time. They'll be fine. Um, there was one email where someone made fun of Yves Gumont of Ubisoft, like someone from Sony and, and stuff like that. And it was it was really it was really funny. And there was there was so many interesting tidbits, right? Like so many leaks, uh, so many so much stuff coming out of like. Um, uh, Matt Booty of Microsoft saying, I think it was him, um, talking about how they want to outspend Sony, I think the quote was, like, yes, spend yeah. more, spend enough money. Spend to, them out of business yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, a huge list was revealed of Microsoft has done its research. They looked at, like, hundreds of companies to potentially acquire. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. They looked into, like, Sega, yeah. uh, which is obviously obviously huge. Uh, uh, super giant games who made like Hades, uh, that type of um, small independent studio. One was interesting where they looked at IU Interactive, the or independent. Okay, the people the, that do the Hitman. Yeah, yeah, and they revealed in there like because they they had like um, these fact sheets basically about all of these companies and they're yeah. like pros for acquisition, cons, data. Like this is the Metacritic, this is their studio philosophy. That that, that yeah. was really detailed for all of these studios. And in the IOI one, it, it, it said that their next game, which is not, or like one of the next games, because they're working on the James Bond thing. Yes. And also on the new fantasy IP. Okay, yeah. And that one will be Xbox exclusive, um, which was just revealed through this document, which was yeah. revealed through the trial. Um, That's really cool. I like yeah. that, that we got all these little, as you say, because they had to sort of show the judge what the future's going to be, yeah. that they unveiled all these things for us. Uh, and one funny one. I'm excited for IA's fantasy game. So carry on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Also because they said it's gonna be familiar, which is like, hmm. But also an online RPG. Well, I want I want to be Hitman in a fantasy. IA world. are it's, making RuneScape 2.0. Wow. It's gonna be something different. <laughs> but oh my god, can you imagine like playing an assassin, but in the Hitman, like playing Assassin's Creed but with the Hitman gameplay? Yeah, that'd be fucking amazing. Anyway, one thing I want to talk about to wrap this up is um, this fun weird Elder Scrolls thing that happened because for one yes there there was one one thing that I want don't want to discuss too much but that was one of my funny uh, favorite bits was an email that came out from Pete Hines of Bethesda who complained to Phil Spencer after he, Phil Spencer said Call of Duty is going to be multi-platform if we get it uh, Bethesda complained that they were forced to make Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 as well uh, Xbox exclusive so that was kind of a big indicator that that one will also be exclusive, which yeah. we didn't know. Uh, and that that email was funny, like seeing like all these high-strung business people basically trying to say f- fuck off to each other in like nice business speak. Yeah, it's, uh, I love that. Uh, and also, <laughs> there was this weird moment where I think the judge asked something like, "Does Microsoft have an equivalent to Call of Duty?" and the answer was the Elder Scrolls, which... Uh, not really, yeah. And then the uh, lawyer of Microsoft said, uh, um, Elder, the, the next Elder Scrolls, he called it 16, which is really funny, Elder Scrolls 16. Um, it's going to be a single-power RPG, and it's uh, projected to come out in 2026, which is also so funny, considering, yeah. like, the... Uh, for one, like, the kind of weird um focus on secrecy in the in the video game business especially when everything leaks yeah especially when you compare it though to like a film or sorry yeah. this is a whole sort of point but you're right yeah, i think yeah. we still in the video game industry it still kind of holds on to that kind of almost 90s early 2000 retrograde thing of there's going to be this huge excitement and build up for the reveal then the trailer then the demo then the release Whereas when you look across the sort of films and TV shows, they'll just happily say two years out, yeah, this is the release date, this is the cast, this is the plot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're right, that's just quite a funny little... Um, I suppose it's just the character of uh, the video game industry. But sorry, carry yeah, on. It's it, just quite it, funny, it, isn't it? Yeah. So that was kind of the story that, I mean, we and everyone else ran with, like, oh my God, uh, The Elder Scrolls 6 is coming out in three years, which uh, feels wrong also because I think just... Like a couple of days before, Phil Spencer in questioning said uh, there uh, that will take at least five years to yeah. come. So 2028 or later. If you think of Starfield as like where they 
begin yeah. proper. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that just makes sense, but, you right? Know, like, Elder Scrolls was revealed in 2016 or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that was just a that was just a I ridiculous was... uh, CGI scene they paid some of their people to make to just get more money for a bit and improve the uh, estimated value of their stock. I think that was just Bethesda playing silly little games. I don't think that we'll ever see an Elder. I don't think we'll see that original land or footage in i think even the text might be different for Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> i don't believe yeah. that it's coming in 2026 no i think that lawyer was or whoever mentioned that was probably relying on like an old old projection of like you know plans for bethesda documents oh, i just got confused i mean you call it elder, or Scrolls, elder Scrolls 16 elder Scrolls 16 i mean i just maybe think... saw an eight in the in the document yeah. before there was a six or something i, I would love to believe it but it's just that's just not how AAA game development in the 2020s works. That's it's it's there's zero percent chance they do Starfield, then they do two years later, uh, Elder Scrolls Six. Um, I you know what I think though. I think um, I think they've probably done fuck all on it. I think it's really yeah, more no. like 2028. Yeah. But I do think it'll be the next big thing. I know that's almost like saying nothing. That's sort of effectively a worthless statement. But I think they'll do this before they do another big Fallout thing. I think that will I, be next after Starfield. I think that they basically confirmed that, and I can okay, see that. Yeah. The thing was, uh, so Skyrim, I just looked it up, came out in 2011. The, their next big single-player game, Fallout 4, 2015. Okay. And so four years, and nowadays AAA development is a lot more complex and longer than even in the... Uh, in the last decade um, and I mean they're on full on they've been in full production for Starfield forever and there will be until the game launches yeah. and then a big part because I'm sure that game will have some problems Yeah, a big part of that team will still be focused on, on patches and probably maybe DLC or something Yeah. Um, but then they will start like pre-production so I think even five years might be a little... I think you're right. Now you say it like that, I think you're absolutely right. Like the G- If the GTA leak that we saw the development, if that, ta- if that taught us anything, it's just, as you, as you said this before, even more than the 2010s, uh, the, the difficulty and just the immensity of Mon Games is exponentially more year on year. The amount of moving parts that are yeah. in GTA 6... You know, you see some of the, uh, like, from the uh, dev kit perspective of what it looks like when they, from that leaked video of going around just one store in GTA 6. And just the uh, complexity and immensity of everything going on. I think you're absolutely right. Like, far more than, say, 2003 to 2013, you know, then 2013 to 2023. But 2023 to the next set of games, the GTA 6 is, the, um, the uh, Elder Scrolls 6 is. It's gonna be, as you say, I think. I think even twenty twenty eight is ambitious. It's gonna, it's, it's ridiculous it, how it, complex these things. I are. I mean, it could happen. They're probably. I mean, Starfield apparently has been. Um, they 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 got quite a lot of time from Xbox, like quite a long leash okay, in terms okay. of like leaving it leaving it cook a little bit longer than. Good. I mean, this is the one to sell yeah. to shift units, right? This is the game that sells consoles. Elder Scrolls Six definitely will. Yeah. So they probably already have been concepting this game. Like Todd Howard, yeah, will not have much to do uh, with Starfield, no. and whoever's like the actual director of the game. Um, so they're probably. They're, uh, I, I kind of retract my earlier statement. They are probably in w- one part of pre-production, but yeah, then just making that game is going to take a long time. So yeah. 2028 at the earliest, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. I'm I'm really excited to see what comes out of this FTC trial. Like what the yeah game will be. Definitely, it, um, they the FTC itself has not come out looking very well out of this. I think, especially no, from like a, uh, our perspective of like people who know the industry, know know the medium, um, and it will. It's it's still such a like hot button issue, right? Like every time this yeah. comes up, it's like people. People are crying starts about the console anything. Wars. It starts the console wars again, doesn't it? This is like this is like the peak, yeah. maybe or like the end of the Xbox PlayStation yeah. console wars. Of this, this like is phase. the final fight. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. They're yeah. about to march into battle. And 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 it, it's been really weird, kind of seeing seeing that actually being played out by the uh, console manufacturers themselves. Yeah. Like Phil Spencer, I think maybe it was it was actually earlier. I think here too that he explicitly referred to the term console wars. Yeah. Which feels surreal. So so strange to see that said in a courtroom. Right, I know we're on a bit of a time schedule, and this is a bit tangential, but one quick question to you before we do move on. And it hadn't come to me before. 
Do you think they will turn Starfield into Starfield Online like they did with Elder Scrolls? Uh, I mean, uh, you mean like make a new game? Like, uh, yes, but from the game. core of that. Like, I mean, like you Starfield, then make Starfield the MMO. I mean, they've done it with Elder Scrolls and Fallout now, so maybe, but like far down the line, I think. Um, it very much depends how this game lands, uh, how they will support it. If they will make a Starfield 2, I don't know. Um, could this be like their third pillar? In 2014. Pillar? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, potentially, I think it will be... I think they will ha- take a deep, deep look at Star Citizen, which is trying oh, to be yeah. this like massive multiplayer game. We about right? this morning. Um, and be like, okay, can we do that but not fuck up? Yeah, like, because yeah. it's like really difficult. You say not fuck Star. up. Star Citizen about bank. Uh, I say still, I they haven't even released the game yet. But um, there's one streamer I like who, pl- who plays it, and it's um, it just seems like it's uh, their money for older tech nerds who have thousands of disposable income to spend, uh, and just like to make ships on the weekend. It doesn't seem like a game for normal people, and it's like hard to make one, right? Like it's it's hard enough to make one of these ga- space games that yeah. is like just single player, but like having to support many many other players is like. Uh, that times a hundred in terms yeah. of it being a challenge. I'm sure they will. Someone will have pitched that. I'm sure they will try. If they will succeed, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, maybe in 2040. Maybe in 2040. <laughs> but yeah, any 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 last words about? This well, whole I think this won't mess. be the last time we talk about it because it's such a big thing. Yeah. Uh, not for now. No, not for now. Uh, we are we are gonna await with bated breath the. The judgment of this whole, whole thing and then yeah. discuss it when it comes out and obviously discuss Starfield once it comes out yeah I'm still so excited for I need to get an Xbox still I mean I know I need to do it with Fable out with Starfield coming out with you know Xbox it's maybe happening. winning over I know I'm gonna need it I know I'm gonna need it one day I just like I know I'm gonna need to get it at some point but it's like is Starfield the one and I'm kind of that's where I'm at right now I'm like is Starfield the one where that makes me bite the bullet and go for it it's pretty clever because I know I need to it's just yeah now or not it's interesting that like their approaches are so different, right? Sony's really like you need a PS5 or your phone. Yeah. And I'm feeling that now. <laughs> I was like, oh, I really, I really would like to be at home playing Final Fantasy right now, but yeah. I don't have a PS5. Um, whereas Microsoft's so much more open. They just want to get people into the microcosm. Yeah. And uh, opening their stuff up not just to PC but to Steam and other marketplaces, and also yeah. having the Series S be so cheap. I mean, it, it has been now raised in price, which is really weird. But not much. But I'm not really much. gonna say you're right. Like. I think genuinely for consumers, Xbox are generally a lot better. I feel like Sony had get a re- get away get have a really good reputation, but uh, it's curious to me because they're kind. I don't want to say the Apple of the uh, gaming world. That's not quite the right analogy, but they do. They are more. They are less consumer friendly than Xbox in many ways, and yeah. no one really pulls them up on that ever. But 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 I don't want to get too <laughs> bogged down in the ooh dramatic console wars uh there was a perfect sound effect I know, which was, was entirely in studio yeah uh should we move on john there's let's a lot of other stuff to discuss uh two more stories do you want to pick i mean let's just go by the order you put them here in the show notes okay it's 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 um actually both stories are very similar both are fantastic both are, uh, it's good news <laughs> it's good okay one of them let's start with the muddy. one that i think is a lot better okay which is red the redemption yes um so what is going to happen is that it looks like and i can't i can't believe it john's finally happening we're getting some sort of remaster for red Dead redemption one which if you forgot came out in 2010 as a 13 year old game now i remember being a wee lad playing that game yeah um this came out. This the the first ramblings about this came from my favorite source for video game leaks, which is the Korean ratings board. Nice, <laughs> the South Korean of course. Board. At least you can trust them. You can absolutely trust them. It's it's like the ESRB or or whatever Peggy or whatever uh, for South Korea, and they just like publicly post everything they do, basically, like their findings, like sort of like how I like that. ESRB does it, but ESRB usually does it like um, kind of about games you know about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you rarely get like. The South Korean board doesn't seem to care. They just post anything. So they posted they posted a new rating for Red Dead Redemption, which means they have, uh, like, recently rated it again, which must mean that Rockstar has submitted something to them, some sort of new version, a new a remake maybe, uh, 
what exactly it is, we don't know, but we might see it soon, according to Colin Moriarty, um, former kind of funny and IGN person who now does his own thing. He said on his podcast that he saw someone send him some material, which he didn't specify, um, but some material from this new version of the game, which proved to him that it was real. Um, and according to him, it's set to be revealed in August, which is in a I month. I mean, if the Korean rating so, board yeah. have something called Red Dead that they've officially done, that makes me think, okay, this is 100% happening in some way. Like, this is a real thing. And fairly soon-ish. Exactly. Because it must be like a finished product. Exactly. Yeah, they must have uh, gone gold, so to speak, if they've got the final one to give uh, to the Korean rating board. So August also makes sense as a revelation. So I kind of... I'm fully on board as trusting this news, and I agree with you in principle that I'm excited because it's such a good game. But what was their last remaster yeah, was the I trilogy, forgot. so I'm kind of like, I can't fully trust them yet to have absolutely mastered this. And a tiny bit of me is worried this is a cash grab, and I could get about the same experience by, you know, buying Red Dead or did they release the original Red Dead on PC? No. Oh, so it's... actually it does have more valuable. It has more value than I was thinking because you would need to get a 360 to play it these days. Uh, you, I think you can play it on Sirius. Uh, oh, okay, it's got backward uh, compatibility. Yeah, it, uh, you can definitely play it on the Xbox One. I'm not sure about Sirius. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's the thing why everyone wants a re-release because it's like stuck on that generation, especially yeah. if you're if you don't have a Microsoft console. But yeah, I forgot about the trilogy. You're totally right. It's like, like it could, it could be. They could like I don't know, but maybe that's made them learn, and maybe they'll think, okay, we can't do it unless we've got these set checks in place. It was like there were, there, I mean, there were rumors about a Red Dead remaster for ages, um, and and kind of the last development of the rumor was that they uh, have deferred release uh, of this game, and it wasn't quite sure why. Um, some outlets or insiders report that it was. To focus on GTA 6, others said to give this remaster more time. It's probably a bit of both. Yeah. Um, and I think we heard about that like last year or something. So it's been a while. I hope they did. It's been cooking. It's been cooking. And I really hope they learned the lesson from that because that was a disaster. That yeah. was one of the worst releases I've ever seen. That was looked like bad, sp- looked buggy, felt like a know, cash grab. Cyberpunk, no features, Cyberpunk you know. was like a playable, fine game when it came out on PC at least. Yeah. This was like a trash fire everywhere on all fronts yeah which they eventually and quite quickly stopped supporting as well so it's still not great no so really 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 hope that whatever this ends up being is not like that like it gives me yeah so it gives me pause (sighs) it might be it might be god can you imagine they're like oh this this is gonna be like i recreated breaded in unreal engine 5 yeah it looks like it looks like good for two seconds and then you look at the closer like Man, you really dampened my mood on that I one. know, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's, it's there. No, it's fine. That's But it, it, it's an awesome game to pick. Like I am, don't yeah. get me wrong, if they do it right, wow, I'm excited for a remaster of this. I think it would still be super fun as well. Yeah, and it's it it's completely deserves it. Like, yeah. um, it's been a real shame that it was, that it is trapped on there. Yeah. Uh, on, on, on that generation. Be- and, and yeah, making it more playable. I don't know why they never ported it. There was like lots of chat about that like that it had because it had a very troubled development uh, that game so i think it was always talked about how like the code and stuff is like really weird and it was like hard to actually port because gta 4 before that did come to pc didn't it eventually so like yeah it was weird that that didn't and then gta 5 did afterwards it's kind of this sandwich one in between that didn't go to pc yeah um so that was kind of the only one where nothing ever happened but yeah, um, I I definitely tr- I don't know if I trust Colin Moriarty, but I do trust the South Korean Red Sports. That's so, where I'm at. Yeah, That's where I'm um, at. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm also now thinking like, why has no one else reported this? But uh, and he's like, he's not like an S tier source t- to me. No. Um, but and but, there's yeah. also once you've heard something, you can increase your credibility. A very tiny point. Only ten minutes. Should be thirty seconds. But it's uh, during the uh, CDL roster mania, the people transferring players and stuff. And there's dedicated leakers just for this yeah. kind of thing. And there's people that clearly know nothing. Where when somebody does this thing personally, they do. There's this great type of tweet that's emerged where you just uh, retweet the thing. And go, yeah, I heard this too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, it's so easy, right? He even yeah, refers yeah. to the to the Korean board thing in, in his podcast. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah they they rated it 
Of yeah, course, yeah. because it's a real thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I said it's a real thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay. And once you know this industry well enough and you know, okay, so the rating board, it's gone gold, it's got this amount of months, you can start just predicting things. Yeah. Like the reveal thing. Yeah. Like the, yeah, but it'd be revealed in August. Like you can kind yeah. of make those predictions. Oh, yeah, you yeah. mean like games get revealed in August? Wow, what a, wow. Yeah, yeah, what a surprise. Yeah. Um, it will be at Gamescom opening night live. <laughs> there we go. That's there my, we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, shall we move on to another? Let's do it. Uh, I would say more mixed. More mixed. <laughs> I think that's a good way to describe it. I'm excited about this particular remaster, but it comes in a bunch it, of could be shit it, content. It, it has a mighty rat's tail attached, I would say. Yeah, okay. Um, okay do you want to tell people... Okay, uh, shout out, shout, okay, okay, bong. Okay, the big news. So, uh, Ubisoft are working on 11, no less than 11 Assassin's Creed projects right now. Uh, this is across mobile, VR, yeah, console. It's, it's 11 projects. Now, the one that we're excited about um, is Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which there's going to be a remaster, apparently. This is the remake. fourth one. Uh, remake, so remake. Yeah. Oh, wow, even more exciting. A remake. This is uh, Kenway. Or, or, what was his name? Kenway? Or someone? Connor Kenway. Connor Kenway, who was a pirate. Uh, it's in the Caribbean. A great Assassin's Creed. Everyone loved it. It's quite different to all the other Assassin's Creeds. We never went back to that time period and did that kind of thing again. So it's exciting. Um, and it looks like the best of these 11 games. But that particular one... Did that also get revealed during the... How did we know about that one? Uh, this... this. Um, let me check the source. Oh, yeah, it's uh, inside a gaming joint, I think. Okay. Uh, so Tom Henderson revealed it. Okay, so he revealed and, it. And his uh, team. Okay. People. So they've been right a few things before. So and I'm treating this as like... Kotaku also reported Oh, if Kotaku repeated it, we're at the 80-plus percent believability, yeah. reliability. Good. As I say, this is coming with 11... Now, we, we talked about this in the podcast, so you'll know about it. We knew about, say, seven or eight Assassin's Creed projects, of which one looked exciting. Now there are 11. Yeah. So I'm going to... I'm going to... Mental. I think I'm going to read off this list very quickly. Yes, do. So uh, I would say ha- uh, half of these we knew about because they were already announced. Uh, this includes Mirage, which is coming out in October. Like I said, it includes Nexus, which we talked about during the Summer Game Fest episode. Yeah. Uh, go back and check that out. Uh, Jade, which is the mobile game that they also showed during the Ubisoft Forward. Then we have, um, I think Jade's already part of it, but more Assassin's Creed Infinity stuff. Okay, that's the thing like that's going to combine hub. them all. Yeah, it's like a hub program. Okay, yeah. So that includes Codename Red, which is the Japan one. Okay, Hex, yeah. which is the Voodoo one. Invictus, which is supposed to be a multiplayer game, which is also confirmed, but they haven't really said what it's going to be. This is the one that gets cancelled first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we go into Uncharted Territory. These, these are all new. Okay. Uh, Codename Nebula is a new single-player game. Uh, we know nothing about these, by the way. Okay. Um, and these are all... This is in concept phase. Then we have uh, uh, two other multiplayer titles, codenamed Raid and Echoes, also in concept phase. Then we have Nexus 2. <laughs> you haven't even released Nexus with, 1, but Nexus yeah, 2 is with, in concept phase. Uh, Love it. Another VR thing with the disclaimer here, being discussed internally, which just means someone said, yeah, that would be cool if yeah. the first one works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I then like Black Flag uh, has just been greenlit, so that nothing okay. has been done on this game. They, I can't believe... they have been allowed to start working on this game. I can't believe that of 11... There's very ten and nonsense of really shit. And the, the one that seems like a really obvious, good, profitable idea, uh, there's just one in there. The as you said, the black flag one. But how mental is it? They're working on this many. I feel like it's desperation from Ubisoft. <laughs> this strikes me as nothing's been working. We're dying. There's too many big fish in the sea. Skull and bones, no one wanted. Extra fight looks quite exciting, but it's not the cod killer we wanted. Everything rests on Assassin's Creed. Still, I would say probably Ubisoft's biggest IP at this point. Yeah, f- everything for sure. rests on Assassin's Creed. Just throw everything at it and let's hope and pray to Something God it sticks. comes back in a big way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a kind of I. To be fair, I think it now seems more ridiculous because this is like all all at once, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, I love Assassin's Creed games. I can barely play one anymore. Yeah. But like, if you also look at it, like, the stuff we know about, including up until Invictus, is planned for until 2026. And the other stuff is beyond that. Okay. So it's a fairly long-term plan. So it's not but you're like still gonna... they're letting you in on next year. Yeah. But the plan is still to get, like, 
one Assassin's Creed thing a year, which yeah. is still a lot. Like that, I I I thought we were beyond that. Like with, because Ubisoft always did that, right? Yeah. That they had like, I mean, they were quite clever and it worked for a few years. That they had like alternating stuff. It's like every year you had at least one Assassin's Creed or Far Cry, and then Little Brother Watch Dogs was also there sometimes. Yeah. Um, they're probably gonna try to keep that up in some way, but like, it's fucking tiring, man. <laughs> I, I don't, don't think Assassin's work. Creed's a strong enough IP to carry. I love Assassin's Creed. It's already it's been huge. one of the don't strongest gaming how... things. No, not to understand how popular it is, but I just mean conceptually. Uh, it's like a really, it's a great idea. Obviously, it's one of the yeah. biggest we'll ever have in gaming, and it can spawn so many of these games. But I don't know if it can keep people going for eleven more. Yeah, like, I just lot. think it's like so the, many. But the thing is, like, I mean, we'll have to see, right? Like, yeah. for example, Courtney Bread, which is going to be like the next mainline big single player one, is the one people have been crying out for for years. Do one in Japan, please. Oh, Let sorry, me be yes. a ninja. I that concept. I thought you meant people were been crying out for Codename Red. Give no. us Codename Red. Give us Red. Yes, yes. No, sorry. no. They wanted an Assassin's in Japan. But you're right about that. So yeah. that would that be your pick if you had to take only three? No. You could only have three of the eleven Assassin's Creed games come out in the future. Okay. Give me Hex because I like wooden stuff. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's interesting. Give me one of the multiplayer games, whichever one is the best one, and the closest one to the multiplayer mode of Brotherhood. Okay. They had like Hitman style. We were hunting yes, each other. I yeah. loved that. It was so cool. And give me the Black Flag remake, but don't make it a Black Flag remake. Just make it a new one where you're a pirate. Just make Black Flag. I don't want to see Connor Con- Conway or whatever the fuck his yeah, name is yeah. again. Like I, I don't need any of the story stuff. No. Just make another game that's exactly like that. Make yeah. it pretty. Make it bigger and make it have missions that are actually cool. That's a great point. No one remembers Black Flag for Kenway's amazing story. Yeah. They remember it because it was fun and exciting and the gameplay was good and the world was interesting. Like, just do Black Flag 2. Th- yeah. or, or just call it Black Flag again, but like, someone else. New do story. do yeah. like the weird thing that only video games do where it's like, uh, movies do it too, but not quite as badly, where you have two games that are called Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. Modern two. Warfare 2, 2. Yeah. yeah. You have two Modern Warfare 2s. You have two Star Wars Battlefront 2s. Just name it the old thing again. Yeah, uh, but just do something new. Yeah. Uh, no, don't do that. Don't don't, don't be innovative. Um, like, call it Black Flag again because people love that name. I mean, looking at this list again, I would suggest we have another well, five years until we see this thing. So maybe... I- uh, will the Black Flag love still be strong until then? Will Skull and Bones be out? I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, how Skull embar- and Bones killer? Question mark. <laughs> how, how embarrassing is it for Skull and Bones? I think this is the same team, by the way. It's supposed oh. to be. Um, which you know, the developers are probably. I don't blame the developers. I'm sure they're all competent people, but it's just got to take something out yeah. of you, out of your professional confidence, your kind of drive to work. I seriously feel bad for the people that work. I'm not even saying no. this for a funny effect anymore. No, like, no. I think it's got to really take it out of you. Can you imagine going to work every day for yeah. 10 years and you have to look at Skull and Bones? Yeah, That's every like, single day. Every single There's day. people that never changes on masterpieces. You have people telling them, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. You guys are heroes. Skull and Bones is like every six months we all laugh at it and it's yeah. failing progress. Then we go back to delaying it again. Yes. I just, yeah, I feel and so now bad. And now they're remaking the thing that spawns Skull and Bones. It's like... I love that. I so love weird. that. I really hope we get Black Flag remastered before Skull and Bones. Yeah. <laughs> One of the great ironies of Ubisoft. It's 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 weird, but what are the ones that you are kind of most looking forward so to? Say Black Flag, absolutely. I think that's low key like a top three Assassin's the Creed. The VR one, the VR one, yes. I personally don't have VR right now, but that is one that I said at the time, and I do mean that. That really did excite me. I think there's a there's like a there's a good chance it's so nauseating it makes you sick <laughs> within like fifteen. Minutes. Definitely. Yeah, you probably definitely. <laughs> but I also think it has a chance to be like super hot yeah. level fun. The, um, the that. Horizon Call of the Mountain game looks really cool. And if yeah. they can put, I mean, it was also fucking expensive to make. Yeah. Uh, quite obviously, it's a Sony first party game. There we go. Which Ubisoft will not do. But no. if, if they could sort of approach that level, I could see this being really cool. If they could approach that quality and they gave me a little bit of freedom, I think it could be awesome. So that would be up there. The Assassin's Creed remaster would be up there. Uh, are we including Mirage or not? Sure. Sure. I don't even know if I would include Mirage. I don't know why I asked that because I don't think I would pick Mirage. I too would pick no the multiplayer ones I think are just I think they're just bound to be shit. 
Maybe not. I know the one you're thinking of, which is really funny because there's like six different people in the world. So you get like a conversation with like eight women who look exactly the same, but there's yeah. two people that just stab each other midway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I so good. I'll go Mirage still because that one okay. does look good to me. I just I can't trust them with multiplayer. Maybe it'll work, but yeah. I just think it's so complicated and janky the way they'll I, figure it out. I wonder what they're thinking of to make free multiplayer games off of screen when could when they could make barely one in the fifteen years of yeah. the franchise existence. <laughs> Uh, but yeah <laughs> the raid one is making me think PvE style but... extraction shooter <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's um, move on the gas is closing Ezio <laughs> <laughs> um, that is the state of Assassin's Creed for the next 10 years uh, it's exciting times I am looking forward to that Star Wars game uh, that Massive is making that is going to be cool I think that'll be good that'll be good but yeah um, that's it for the news John let's move yeah not the biggest day of news but some interesting bits and bobs um, I would say that was pretty cool. That was three yeah. cool things. For um, sure, for sure. Three cool things were also included in our feature, last feature of the week, which was, yeah. um, what did you call it? He's, He's just, just not, not that into you. Yeah. And we, we, we liked that so much and also couldn't think of another one to do. Uh, so we're going to have a bonus round, John, for and, the first time ever. And because we had a uh, listener yes. uh, who wrote to the studio in a letter uh, slash WhatsApp, uh, <laughs> in which he said how much he was enjoying the pod and that particular, um, this particular feature. And he said uh, if he had done it, this is a Lewis Bray from a one London, and he said he would pick uh, The Last of Us if he was in this spot. Oh, wow. We don't have him here, but it'd be interesting to uh, interrogate that because uh, I would find it hard to dislike The Last of Us. But I could see many reasons... Uh, I mean, just pick any of the things it does, right? It's like this kind of very dreary thing, very story-focused. The gameplay is very one-note. If you don't like that kind of stealthy thing... It's like whitewashed survival horror. uh, Yeah. uh, Very, like... Especially from a studio that made Uncharted, and then you make this game where it's like, you can't go around (laughs) shooting everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could see... all of those things being something people don't jive with. Well, great argument, well made, Les. But it's also, I'm basically Paris, saying... Paris, get back in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically saying uh, <laughs> uh, people can dislike anything. It's true. It's true. Which brings us to what do you dislike that you think you okay. should like? Or that is popular? I'm going to pick uh, the whole concept of competitive gaming. The whole concept. This is a big... You're lining up your sights with a big target here. I was thinking mainly of... uh, Again, I was trying to dig deep. Like, what... Because I love all types of video games, almost. But what do I not enjoy at all? And that is playing Counter-Strike. Okay, yeah. And playing Ranked. The pinnacle of uh, competitive game in Counter-Strike. But... And uh, I've never enjoyed a Ranked mode in any game. uh, Anywhere. Overwatch a little bit. Because I was playing with friends and it's a silly game. But um, and I never took it that seriously, and I was really good at it. Anyway, um, it's just not for me at all. It gets me stressed. It's like I can't take things that seriously. Like I am good. I am fairly good at games in like you know a a, a slightly around average level. Yeah, which gets me around, and I have fun, and I usually finish quite well on COD and stuff like that. But I never ever want to take it that seriously. Whereas like I need to finish well. I need to do well. It's, it stresses me the fuck out. Uh, when we played Apex Ranked, it was horrible. It was fun, but it was also very intense. Yeah. And I was like, I don't ever want to do this again. I played run, one round of Rainbow Six Siege Ranked in my life and was like, never again. Nice. So uh, one of the 10 placement matches. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man. Uh, it's just not for me, but I get it. It's like the intensity, the, the adrenaline you get. Like the, I get yeah. it's competitiveness, right? You want to be competitive to because it feels awesome. It, and it's like a human. And from need a toxic perspective, it's just kind of that <laughs> boasting thing, isn't it? It's like I'm better than X, yeah. Y. Or, I'm know, master yeah. ranking Apex. I, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that type of thing. I get it. It's just not for me at all. Um, but I do, for example, I I hate Counter Strike. I yeah. I will never in my life play Counter Strike. No, I shouldn't have said that. Because I kind of want to check out Construct too. Yeah. But never like ranked again. Um, and it's. But I love watching it. I love watching Construct esports, for example. Um, Valorant. I think Valorant is a really ugly game. Sorry, I had to. This is the perfect. Oh, I don't. No, no. I just <laughs> sing it to the choir. I think Valorant isn't a very nice looking game. Um, and I had a little bit more fun with that game, but also I'd never played it ranked. I, yeah. um, I played it with friends uh, or like colleagues and stuff. 
and we only played like public rounds. Uh, and I'm 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 good now. Like I I don't want to ever play it again. But yeah, I I I get it. I get I get the nature. And these games are really well made for competitive stuff. And yeah, I love watching Counter Strike. But yeah, I, I do entirely it. get that. It's entirely entirely completely. There's not yeah, that's entirely gettable. It's also like um, uh, with those competitive games, unless you're you know one of the best in the world, a certain amount of when you sit down to play for say a two hour sesh. And it's almost like it's sort of toxically built into what keeps you coming back. But it's there's going to be a level of kind of pain and disappointment and dissatisfaction and upset. And that's what's going to motivate you to try and play again and do well. And it's kind of built into that, as I say, built into the system. It needs to be there. But I, it's highly understandable why someone wouldn't like that, because you can compare it with other gaming experiences which have none of that. Yeah. There are some things which are just constantly fun, and it's never it doesn't have those emotions of um, it's, it's those negative things. It's attacked. weird that like um, because I like those games. I like I love source like games. That's yeah. like those are like my favorite games, and they're all yeah. about overcoming challenge. I uh, the game I'm playing right now, Sifu, basically requires you to become a kung fu master to play to finish yeah. it. Um, why do I not like it against other people? I don't know. Maybe because they're too good. It feels like they're cheating. It hurts the ego more when it's that someone too. else. And when they're on the mic and they're being toxic. There's a lot of reasons to prefer losing to a game uh, than a person. And also, like, the best type of difficult single-player games are, like, balanced in a way where you can outsmart the system. And yeah. and I cannot outsmart another human. No. <laughs> That's no. not happening. <laughs> no, you can't balance it to make me uh, faster than a 16-year-old uh, with my aged reactions. No, good choice. Good choice. Good choice. So yeah, ranked get fucked. Yeah, get fucked. Nah, have Done. fun. Have fun, you guys, without me. No, I like that though. That's a very good choice. Um, and my one, um, did I put a initial down there? My mind is running a blank. Did I put like John? I don't think you did. You just B. B, which stands for. You already picked Borderlands. I already picked Borderlands, <laughs> but it's not Borderlands. There's another one with B that I can pick. Oh, God, this is embarrassing. Baldur's Gate. Cause I try to, no, because I try not to give it away to you because we share the show notes. So I put an initial, oh my God, but Tom. I've forgotten the game I don't like. Um, Braid. No, what was it? Let me check my... Oh, I don't Last, my... like, 2019, B, B, B. Games are beginning with B. Bulletstorm. What's it going to be? No, no, no. How um, do I see my Steam library without having Steam? I'm not sure. Um, uh, okay, life on the show. I'm gonna Google games starting with B. Yes, and I'll do the same, and then I'll quickly zip through. Do you know what? Like, do you know the game? Do you have a mental image in your head? No. Okay. Oh God, I did these notes. I didn't do them. Benjo Kazooie. No, I won't, I won't. I don't have any hate for Benjo Kazooie. Batman. Uh, no. Battlefield. No, you love Battlefield. No, I don't. Yeah, I quite like Battlefield. Uh, Bejeweled. No. Eat Hazard. Bayonetta. Bioshock. Bioshock. It was Bioshock. Actually. It was actually Bioshock <laughs> with the twisting drill and the little girl. Yes. Yes. You don't like Bioshock? I maybe need to give it a go, but I found it. Uh, I know I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I don't think I. Mm. Um, so I don't normally like that um, kind of. What do you call that psychological gothic horror? Who is that author that you always say it's like it's that t- style? The kind of who does the kind of monsters that take over your mind, the aliens, 30s, who's uh, a racist. Yes. You know how I mean. Lovecraft. Lovecraft. That Lovecraftian style of horror. Yeah. That this sort of seems to draw on. I've never warmed to. So off the bat, it was never immediately for me. And then I didn't give it long enough, but for the first two, three, four hours I played, it was just so constantly uh, dreary and dark and in these underwater kind of silos that it felt almost nauseating and claustrophobic. Which and I understand awesome. that, which is, which, as you say, is part of what they're going yeah. for. That's the tone. That's what they're trying to hit. But I just personally don't want yeah. to. I don't like that. I kind of, I would rather have somewhere uh, beautiful and nice than tragedy can happen. And that's what motivates me against the have evil you, that's arrived. Have you ever played Bioshock Infinite then? No. The should one I? that's in the sky. Should I? If that sounds uh, much more like uh, it would it? be my five then. Um, let me see because currently there are there happen to be a lot of games on sale. But it wasn't something specific <laughs> about the gameplay or the story, as I say. It Seven was just that these whole times, this claustrophobic uh, yeah. presentation yeah, yeah. of the game was nauseating for me personally. I, I get that it's a, it's it, it is very unpleasant. Yeah, uh, those games are very unpleasant on purpose, obviously. But yeah. uh, that obviously goes to a point where um, you're with you know, it or you're not. Like yeah. violence with the most recent Mortal Kombat when it brought up that whole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like I am that way with those kind of darker themes. 
totally understandable. Like some people drive enjoyment out of it, and others for them it's just plain unpleasant. Uh, yeah. Um, you should look into Bioshock Infinite because it's it's Bioshock. It's a sequel, but it's uh in the Sky Island. Yeah. It's basically like Tears of the Kingdom, but the island is like a like a fifties American city. That basically. would immediately solve my problem of it all being dark, dreary, and claustrophobic. <laughs> it's open and bright and blue. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then shit happens. Maybe um, I should give it one more go with Infinite before I can fully write off Bioshock. Yeah. But, but as I say, it's on this list because I respect it still. Yeah. Don't want to get rid of it. No, that's a that's a cool pick. That's an interesting pick. And another yeah. game I really like. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, as you said, we could have just gone on your Steam. <laughs> exactly. Just pick any game. Oh, yeah. I hate that shit. <laughs> Next week. So uh, I haven't played... Uh, si- oh, I forgot the oh, name I'm of it so, I'm, I'm, I'm so worried about you checking out Alan Wake now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I think Alan Wake, I'll enjoy. Yeah. I think. It's just a straight up action game with like weird shit in the forest okay. what's not to like what's not to love yeah exactly yeah. Uh, oh man I love this feature so much but I think we'll yeah. finally say goodbye to it it had one last breath there's a good one a and new that, one next week then Um, well it depends John because maybe next week we'll finally do the Diablo special Ooh, will it happen will cut, it not yeah, I know. they'll be tuning in next week to find out Yeah, that's yeah. open now so uh, we, we might actually do it but we, yeah. it's just scheduling and stuff we'll, we'll see if we don't do it, then yes, there will be a new feature. Nice. Otherwise, in two weeks. Talking about the future, John. Yeah. This is something people can look. Oops, I fucked up. Oh, mic. this is what I was talking to you about. So, as you know, listener, that at the end we did the what to look forward to this week. That's the last bit of prep we did before the show. And I say to Faris this week that there's almost nothing. There was there's TwitchCon Paris. So if you're really into streamers and you're Europe based, you can meet some of your favourite streamers. I always wanted to check out Paris. Which I know you'll be there. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll be fun um, But there is, of course, the Steam Summer Sale, which I know you've been enjoying. Oh uh, yes. Which lasts until the thirteenth of July. So by the time you listen to this, you've still got quite a few days. So don't don't rush, but there's a lot of big things on there, aren't there? We've got tons of stuff. Uh, yeah, so many games are reduced. I mean, um, you can. I'll I'll drop uh, a link in the description um, of this episode to this and also related articles to the uh, topics we uh, talked about. In our article, we highlight uh, like a, around a dozen or so. I actually extended the list today. Yeah. Because there's so many games um, that have really good discounts and some really recent games as well. Um, yeah, yeah, like, you're right. Um, Hogwarts Legacy is having its first major yeah, discounts, like nice. 20% off. Dead Space Remake is like 25% off. Nice. Elden Ring. How much? Oh, yeah. Like that was, 30%. That's decent. That's I think decent. it's like 40 euros now. Yeah, yeah. Which for a game that I played for 150 hours in my first playthrough is pretty Good. The Master bucks. Chief Collection we noticed today it's ten, 10 euros. Bucks. Ten bucks. Red Dead Two, a fantastic, That's brilliant video games, game. Yeah. Twenty euros. Yeah, you're um, definitely gonna get your hours out of that if you haven't played it before. Yeah, um, it's kind of. I have to say, and I don't mean to sound like an old fart. Steam Summer Sale used to be better, um, um, especially because they had daily deals and stuff, and they were much better yeah. at highlighting stuff. Now it's like the same. It's been the same games. It's more since static. Day one. It'd be more interesting if yeah. it was like, oh, that was oh, so exciting. I logged in every day yeah. at at seven pm to see what is new, uh, and now. And it'd be they, cool if they, they didn't like a flash to, sale, you know. They don't have this hour. anymore oh, at all. It, everything is the same through the whole two weeks which is obviously fine it's also kind of annoying because it's like if you can't log in into Steam and then someone tells you oh yeah Elden Ring was 50% off yesterday and you're like fuck that yeah it's annoying um, but it's obviously also exciting now it's like it's more static like you said but there's so much there's so much stuff I'm gonna quickly pull up the articles because I, I, I mean I could talk about the stuff I bought which was uh, Sifu I think it was like 30 bucks which um, very recent release right I mean, on PC, it came out like uh, two months ago. It was like a Boom. PlayStation exclusive for like a year-ish. Um, yes, it's 30 bucks. No, uh, nice. Usually 40. I bought Sekiro because, I mean, I've played through that game, but I have never... Which is my favorite part of the story. You've played through it multiple times, and there's a good chance no, you no, won't no, play through it No, 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 that's another one. That's another one. Okay, that's Se- another one. Sekiro, okay. I've only played once, but I've never owned it. I've borrowed it from a friend. Okay. Uh, or the library, I can't remember. Uh... And I really want to play it again for some reason. Oh, yeah, I played it on a PlayStation where it's like locked okay. 30 and it's like a timing based action game that's like Perfect one, one, of, one of the hardest games I've ever played. So I want to play it on a proper machine. Um, some other stuff, yeah, the one you referred to is Control, which I need to force people to buy. It's 10 euros for one of my favorite games of all time. And yeah, I played through it multiple times. I think two, two and a bit. 
a distant child screamed in a very haunting way then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which sounds like something that could happen in Control. Um, and yeah, it's one of my favorite games, but I've never owned it. I, I've played it on Game Pass, and that one I definitely borrowed from the library. Uh, so I, I just paid 10 euros to own it, and I'll never play it. <laughs> nice. But it's I yours might now. Years down. You can. Yeah. You can now. Yeah. It does have the DLCs, which I've actually never You'll played. You'll re-download it in 2031 and play yeah. for an hour. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I would love to check it out because it's connect. It's another Remedy game, and it's going to be connected to Alan Wake 2. So I would love to play it again, but like... Yeah, I played it fairly recently. Yeah. So. But yeah, lots of lots of good stuff. Uh, I don't know, GTA Five. in case you don't own that yet, is like nine euros. <laughs> he doesn't own that at this point. I know, I own it three times. Lovely, <laughs> lovely. I had it on 360 and PS4, but I never I then again bought it on PS5. Yeah, I bought it on PS3, PS4, and PC. Nice, nice, nice. So nice. yeah, if you... Oh my God, NBA 2K23 is nine euro fifty. Holy Damn. shit. That's of 84% off. That's pretty Who huge. can say no to that? Anyway, lots, lots of sales, so so many. Uh, so if you wanna, if you wanna, if you're looking for your next big game or your next ten games, check out Steam. Yeah, you have another week or so left to check out all these amazing sales. Uh, and we're not sponsored, and I've paid way too much money already. Yeah, I need yeah. to get away. I need to In like. In fact, we need to block out the Steam sale. I actually should not promote this. It's, no. God, I've spent so much money. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anything else to look forward to, or is this, is this the end of the road? I think this is the end of the road. I can't think of anything else, really, this week. Weather's still nice. Weather's still we nice. We can still talk about the weather. Nice. No, that was the Save only it for next week. The yeah. listeners will be. They won't, yeah, they got something to look forward to now. For the weekly weather report. Yeah, exactly. No, that was... Let me, uh, I'll do the outro now. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Uh, no, let me try again. I'm so tired and warm. End of the day. Um, thank you all for listening to the Early Game Podcast, episode 71 check in back again next week or maybe the Diablo special maybe maybe or just another session with John and I if you like this episode please give us five stars give us a review share this episode with your friends your loved ones your nemesis anyone uh, it helps us grow and it's massively appreciated thank you all to, thank you to all the people who've already reviewed it's been quite a lot which is uh, very nice to see and yeah tune back in next week um, stay safe. Bye. <laughs>